love come to us O Lord let your steadfast love come to us O Lord save us as you promised we will trust your word let your steadfast love come to us O Lord let your steadfast love come to us O Lord the Holy Gospel according to John you O Lord so the Passover of the Jews was near and Jesus went up to Jerusalem in the temple. He found people selling cattle, sheep, doves, and the money changers seated at their tables. Making a whip with cords, he drove all of them out of the temple, both the sheep and the cattle. He also poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And he told those who were selling the doves, take these things out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house will consume me. The Jews then said to him, what sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered them, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, this temple has been under construction for 46 years and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. And from Psalm 19, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So I'm going to review again some of the Old Testament readings we've had so far in Lent. They are some of the most important events in the Old Testament, emphasizing the three great covenants. First, the story of Noah and the great flood and how God saved not only the four human families, but animals of every kind were saved on the ark from their watery graves. God's covenant is established with the whole creation with that bow in the sky as a reminder, not to us, but to God, not to do that again. The bow, we call it the rainbow, but it was also a bow that they were used with a bow and arrow. So it was like a weapon, a weapon that was put in the sky uh, to remind God not to do that again. Perhaps the ecological movement of our time could use these passages to emphasize that all of creation is loved by God and we are all in the same boat. Last Sunday, the second Sunday of Lent, Sarah and Abraham are the main characters in the first reading. And it's all about the second great covenant. This second great covenant, you may remember, promised great blessing of land to Sarah and Abraham as they were heirs and uh, as well as their heirs and a nation. But it held up one guiding principle principle that we have been holding up here at Good Shepherd as well, 
And that guiding principle is that God blesses in order that the people of God become a blessing to the whole world. It's this kind of reviewing, I'm just reviewing again. To be God's people does not give license to exclude or deny the human rights of others. It doesn't grant priority and privilege, but rather requires responsibility. I begin the worship service with that particular phrase every Sunday that emphasizes the second great covenant. We are blessed to be a blessing. And I emphasize it in this week, in la- emphasize it last, in last week's sermon. Today we hear part of the third great covenant, the most familiar one of all, the Mosaic covenant. The children of Israel escaped from Egypt and slavery. Moses led them across the desert. Some of the people complained that life in Egypt, even though they were slaves, was richer and more secure than trying to cross this this horrible hot desert to get to their promised homeland. The covenant that God makes with them is all about how to live together in peace and harmony, even though this, even through the struggles. The Ten Commandments are more than just ten suggestions, a few suggestions. How about how you personally should behave? They are a gift from God for our good as a community. Notice that God is the one who initiates. I love, I love that very beginning where it says, I am the Lord your God uh, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Um, let me get that exactly, the wording exactly right. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Um, ah, there it is. Out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, you shall have no other gods before me. The emphasis is I, God, is, is our God. That's establishing why the commandments come. Not, I'm just giving you a bunch of commandments, you better follow them or else, but it's I am the Lord your God, um, who brought you out, who shows this great love. Um, that's, that's really the foundation of those commandments. Well, unfortunately, things went wrong with each of these commandments, and not because God didn't keep God's end of the bargain. The creation was exploited rather than respected, and unfortunately, that still is going on in our time and place also. Within Sarah and Abraham's lifetime, the covenant was very much tested because they didn't trust God that, to fulfill that promise. And they basically said, God, we'll take care of it ourselves then since we are not sure we can count on you on this anymore. So we'll take over from here. To this day, it is easier to hold on to the idea that we are the chosen of God rather than remembering that we are called to be a blessing to others. In our Old Testament reading, we hear the Ten Commandments which are given for us to learn to honor God and to honor one another but instead are so easily, the commandments are so easily turned into tools of judgment. 
how to judge others. Sometimes for pride, for those who have found ways to perform the letter of the law to their own satisfaction according to their own interpretation. As later biblical writers discovered, if we are honest, the law opens our eyes so that we will recognize our own sin, our own lack, not the lack, not the sin of others, but our own. And that brings us to the gospel for this day. Jesus enters the temple where the system of dealing with sin by animal sacrifice has developed into big business. It's estimated by some authors that 80% of employment in first century Jerusalem depended on the temple. There were not only the day-to-day -day rituals needed, animals to sacrifice and priests to perform these tasks, as well as those who sold the wood for the fires and the meat that was left, but workers for the ongoing building and maintenance projects, religious festivals, which brought tourists from a distance requiring services. Here is a description from the, a 1993 book entitled The Gospel and the Sacred Poetic of violence in the Gospel of Mark by Robert Hamerton Kelly. 9,000 priests and Levites worked there, although not at the same time, operating what was in fact a giant, you could say, slaughterhouse. The twice daily official sacrifices on the vast ever-burning altar consumed thousands of animals and forests of wood. There were cattle, pens on the north side and sometimes the water of the Kidron stream where the blood was flushed became so thick it was sold to farmers for fertilizer. Over it all hung a pall of smoke from the burning flesh. And when the great pilgrim festivals like Passover were in full swing, the priests stood in blood sacrificing the victims of private offerings. Jews were expected to make the pilgrimage to the temple three times a year, twice in the spring and once in the fall. Therefore, Jerusalem thrived on what today would be called kind of uh, the convention or the hotel business. The combination of smoke, blood, and business whose priests were in league with Roman power to preserve their office and their land interests was the historical reality of the sacred. Many churches back 50 years ago sang or had that choir sing, sometimes in the beginning of worship, the Lord is in his holy temple. Anybody remember those days? Okay, well, maybe not. <laughs> oh, no, no. Keep your hands down if you remember those days. Aha, you all remember them. <laughs> Um, but the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent, keep silent, keep silent before him. It certainly is a different picture we get there. The Lord is in the holy temple than in the gospel, than what that song portrayed. Jesus had told his disciples that he will be killed, sacrificed, and here he is entering the place of religious sacrifice. He will overturn everything. Do you ever have that overwhelming feeling that sometimes 
things that are problems in our society are not just individual problems, but actually systemic problems. That the fix isn't easy because the whole system is the problem. I think there is a lot of that thinking going around these days, the economic system, the campaign financing system, judicial system, enforcement, health system, all of this tied in with this sense of greed and self-centeredness and lack of empathy. Jesus challenged the structures of his day. In fact, watching Jesus respond to the institutionalized rituals for atoning for sin is a reminder that we all have a way of getting stuck in a lifeless process sometimes. Going through the motions is not what pleases God. We don't win God's favor by our righteousness and because of Jesus, we don't have to win God's favor anymore. Jesus has already won everything for us. It is a gift, a great gift. We don't earn it, but we respond in gratitude to God's love, in our worship, in our service. I like to word it, not we have to worship, we get to worship, we get to serve. When we get this right, when we have come through the wilderness to the place where we can fear, love, and trust God above all things, that's when we've kind of got it right. The scripture is pointing out that Jesus is the new temple that no longer is in the control and the killing business, but rather gives life and gives it abundantly. Yesterday was Anna Erickson's funeral. Many of you remember Anna. She had been active in this church for years. So I end with something she said a number of, a couple months ago before she died. She said, I know I have not done enough to earn God's love, but I also know that God loves me the way I am, and I am so grateful for that. Thanks be to God, amen.